Hey, it's Delilah. Thank you for stopping by. I have put together some of my favorite radio moments here to share with you on our daily podcast. Hello, my friend. How are you doing? How is your heart? Honestly, you don't, you can even talk out loud if you want to back at me, but I know that some people listening to my voice right now have been processing emotions and digging stuff up that they long buried, that they thought they put to rest months ago or years ago, or maybe even longer than that, maybe decades ago, you faced something You took a deep breath, you moved forward, you thought you put it behind you, and now all of a sudden you're grieving? You're grieving the loss of your dad or the loss of a lover or the loss of a dream? Guess what? Until you give yourself permission to embrace that pain and truly grieve, talk about it or write about it or do artwork that expresses it, It's going to just be like an infection that's hidden down deep, but causing all sorts of problems. So let the tears flow if that's what you need to do. Write it out or talk it out so that you don't go out of your head. Hello, you've called the Delilah Show. Who is this? This is Cindy. Cindy, what can I do for you on the Delilah show? I have lost both of my parents and my younger sister all at separate times. And now I'm married to a nice guy. And sometimes he doesn't understand how upset I get over my loss over time. I participate in a grief group. And he always has something to say, like, ah, I suppose you're going to grief group again. And I say, yeah, because I get something from it. It's a group of us, and we, we listen to each other, and we offer encouragement, and, and we're on the same page about the people that we have lost. Honey, you don't have to explain to me or your husband or anybody, the importance of having support. I agree with you. And, you know, I still, my mother died in 2018. She was the last one of the three to go. I still have communication with her in my heart. I listen to her. You know, when I'm faced with a a problem or I'll say, Mom, I don't know what to do. And then I'll sit by myself quietly and an answer will come in my head and in my heart. And that, that makes me feel better. It doesn't help, though, that I get negativity. Right. But that's who he is. And you can either let it bother you. Or you can brush it off and say, have a great day. I'll talk to you when I get back from my group. Love you, hon. Bye. Because you're not going to change what works for you. And he's not going to change 
because for whatever reason, he doesn't understand the process of grief. Different people process grief differently. No two people grieve the same way. And he does not understand your grief process. So you're not going to convince him that the way you're processing and grieving is the right way. And he's not going to convince you that it's the wrong way. So agree to disagree and go to your meetings. Well, I do. It wouldn't be any different if you were going to an AA meeting so that you could stay sober or if you were going to uh, a prayer group because you like to be around other people and meet with other people to pray. It doesn't matter what your community is. When it's important to you, then you need to do that. And if somebody else doesn't agree with how important it is to you, it's too bad for them, but you can't change. No, I understand. And you're not going to convince him that it's the right way. So just let him be a fool and go about your life. That's good advice. I listen to your show as often as I can. And I always agree with whatever you tell other people. So I knew you would have some words of wisdom for me. Yep. It's time to just say, hey, I love you. I'll see you when my meeting's over. But I got to go do this. I got to tell you, specifically, on Mondays after my meeting is when it his words can really eat at me. And I'm going to listen in my heart to what you said tonight. I'm going to take it very seriously. If he said to you, Cindy, I want you to get down on on your hands and knees and let me put gasoline in your ear because you're a car, would you do it? Or would you say, what are you talking about? I'm your wife. I'm a woman. I'm a woman of integrity. If him trying to convince you of a huge untruth is foolishness and you would never let somebody talk to you that way. Why do you let his opinion about your recovery and your grief affect you? I don't have an answer for that. I don't know. I shouldn't, but I'm too sensitive for my own good sometimes. Well, and it's I know good that. to be sensitive and it's good to be tenderhearted. It's not good to let somebody's foolishness steal your joy. So let him have his opinions for his life. And for his grief, but you got your own own walk to walk. I agree. So walk it with grace. I will try. And thank you for listening. You're welcome, hon. Good night. Good night. Hi, it's Delilah. Up Faith and Family is the leading streaming service for uplifting entertainment. It's the only place to stream all seasons of the award-winning series Heartland with exclusive content you won't see anywhere else. Binge all of the past seasons and don't miss the season 17 premiere on April 25th and stream a new episode weekly. Dive into the warmth of Heartland and let Up Faith and Family be your go-to service for all things uplifting. Start your free trial today. Go to upfaithandfamily.com. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. 
I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. On Purpose's mission is to create impactful conversations to help you become happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. You'll be laughing, crying, and have so many impactful takeaways after this interview. I had this, like, you know, homie lover friend for a long time. He's very disrespectful to me, very kind of messed up to me. But in my mind, we could get married. We had the most beautiful babies. He handsome. I'm pretty. Like, it would be so cool. He's smart and intellectual. I'm kind of smart, I think. Like, it would be fun. We have the best conversations. Like, we have fun. But then he would treat me like crap. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. You've called Delilah. Welcome aboard. Who is this? Hi, Delilah. My name's Sandy. I'm calling from Pennsylvania. Hi, Sandy. Welcome aboard. What can I do for you tonight? If you could, like, play a song. My ex-husband committed suicide. It was a year ago, and it's really hard to deal with. We weren't together, but I, I still cared for him a lot. So how long had you been divorced? Actually, it was about eight years. And did you have children together? Yes. I had one son with him, and I I never wanted to divorce. It was um, different reasons why he wanted it. Um, he had addiction problems, and I, it's, it's just really, really hard to, to deal with it. It's, I tried everything, and I, I just have a hard time, but walking in nature really helps me. Have you tried uh, journaling and writing to him and sharing your heart and sharing your feelings in written word? No, I haven't tried that. That might help. I built gardens in honor of my boys that I've lost. One for Sammy and one right next to it for Zach. And I love being out in the gardens and working in the gardens and planting things in their honor and just talking as if as if they're just, you know, right out of sight. Yeah, I, I did plant a little garden last year, like a little flower garden. And um I don't know, it's just just a, a hard thing to deal with. Especially when you have a son. How old is your son? 
Um, he just turned 31. So that's probably so hard on him, having lost dad that way. I mean, losing a parent is hard anyway, but especially when it's it's suicide. Yeah, it is. It's just really, it changes your whole life. That's for sure. You said he suffered from addictions. He was probably suffering from depression and self-medicating with drugs or alcohol or whatever it was. Yeah, and I, I feel bad that I didn't, I should have checked up on him more. Even though we were divorced, I we were in contact once in a while, like through text message or phone call. And uh, I just feel like I should have checked on him more, but... But you didn't know what you didn't know, and you can't, you can't carry guilt or shame around because that's not going to help you, and it's not going to bring him back. Exactly. All you can do is take that and let it motivate you to check up on the people you love, to be sure and check in with your kids or your family, your friends, the people that you love, especially if you know that they're struggling with addictions. Yes, it's important to, to check up on people. Um, when they need help or need somebody to talk to, always be there and, you know, be able to do something to help. But all you can do is the best you can do. And if you did your best, that's all you can do, honey. So don't don't carry that guilt or shame with you because that'll hurt you in the future. Exactly. Let me find a song for your heart. What's his name? Ricky. I'll play a song to honor Ricky's life. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. I so hope you have enjoyed these radio moments as much as I enjoy bringing them to you. I'll share more with you each weekday on Hey, It's Delilah. Delilah. Hi, it's Delilah. Up Faith and Family is the leading streaming service for uplifting entertainment. It's the only place to stream all seasons of the award-winning series Heartland with exclusive content you won't see anywhere else. Binge all of the past seasons and don't miss the season 17 premiere on April 25th and stream a new episode weekly. Dive into the warmth of Heartland and let Up Faith and Family be your go-to service for all things uplifting. Start your free trial today. Go to upfaithandfamily.com. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry, the world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 